There is no way to plan that. No, no, just say yes. Just let me tell you, just say yes. He said yes. I'm going to go in a small corner and die now. Hello, welcome. Thanks for joining us again under the library. In tonight's episode, we will once again be continuing our Blood on the Rocks module, the adventures in the in and around the town of Bloodstone. I'm your host. My name is Arthur. We are one investigator short tonight. Rick is traveling. So tonight we have Chris as Bo, Emily as Florence, Wayne as Quentin, and Scott as Yocker. As always, our keeper and the person who wrote this module that we are playing in is Michael. Michael, take it away. Hey, thanks for joining us. Under the Library is an improv group where we never know what's going to come out of our mouth next. So we're for mature audiences and we're very immature, except for Florence played by Emily. She has her moments. She has her moments. And I'm supposed to say something else here, but anyway, uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us and over to you, Emily. for the Way way to nail the landing. (laughs) Isn't it a warning about strobe lights and sensitivity? The landing. (laughs) <laughs> I was trying to get so, by there, Scott, but you totally ran the bus over me. I will never, ever let you get past that. Oh, Sorry man. if I threw you off there. It's been a couple weeks. Let's see if we remember what was happening. Last time we started out with Harold, Quentin, and Florence approaching the home of Gerald Morrison, an inventor in town, hoping to ask him some questions. We stopped along the way to investigate some strange holes that looked to have been made by animals and three gophers leapt out of the holes with maniacal looks in their eyes. We had a little scuffle. Uh, Florence got a bite on the arm, ineffectively tried to whack them with a fence post and eventually Harold and Quentin took care of them with firearms. Uh, Quentin examined one of the bodies to look for abnormalities, found a small metal box in the fur pile that was all that was left of this gopher, but uh, also sliced his finger on a gopher bone. Harold saved another gopher corpse for experimentation. And then we made our way past the gophers and towards the house where we see a figure diligently working, not reacting to our little scuffle in the yard and we end up knocking on the door. Gerald invites us in, says he did see the commotion, but he was very focused on his work and does not admit to recognizing the strange little metal box. He is clearly not behaving normally, and when we question him about anything to do with Lamava, the things we've been discovering, the research we've been doing, he kind of flips the conversation and starts taking information from us, taking copious notes. Uh, Florence tries to stop Quentin, who is attempting to be charming, but really sharing a whole lot of information that we're not sure we want to share with this guy. And she wasn't quite subtle enough. Gerald notices we have a little conversation about how there's no quid pro quo and uh, we really want him to cooperate. He says there's nothing wrong. He doesn't know anything, yada, yada. Florence tries to distract him by asking for additional uh, help with her wound on her arm. He turns to leave. 
and Quentin whacked him in the back of the head with the butt of his rifle. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remembered that halfway through your recap just now. I missed an exciting week. (laughs) So cut to Philip and Bo. Yocker was no longer with them. I hear he had to go home to poop. Philip has a burning hunger to help the miners' families, and this impels him to visit the mine with Bo who holds back to avoid being recognized, although he does offer to help Philip find the way. They want to find Mr. Mahoney, who's supposedly making housing arrangements for the families. Philip's overburdened horse steps in a hole and breaks his leg. Philip tries to bandage and splint the leg. The horse is okay for now, but certainly can't carry the load. And so Philip continues on foot with a rucksack of dried goods and doctor supplies and bow at a distance. As Phil approaches the mine, he offers medical attention to a man that he meets called Hank Fullerson. And Hank is fully convinced that Cash Mahoney is taking care of his wife and kids, says they're really happy northeast of the town. And then Philip knocks on Cash Mahoney's door. They have a rather uncomfortable exchange because Cash is still a little peeved about the last doctor that came to town. Quentin, who stole things from his house when he was gone. Um, But Philip doubled down, getting serious about his drive and duty from the Lord to take care of impoverished families. And he still didn't really get anywhere. Cash chased him off, threatens him with a shot in the ass. But Philip offered to throw in some Banshee bitch if Mahoney has a sample of what they're mining. They walk to the mine. Young Lenny gets him a rock, a strange spherical rock that Philip takes from him with a handkerchief. Cash chases him off. Don't come back. I never forget a face. And Philip leaves, chooses to travel slowly with his injured horse and sends Bo back on to town. And just to add, uh, we transferred all the gear from his horse over to my horse. So that all his horse... of his food, all of his rations? No, he wanted to keep his food with him, but all okay. the other stuff that would have burdened the horse. Okay. His food. <laughs> Do you happen to get a good look at what that food was, Bo? I, I, Subtext I, I, think I, I think I saw Lenny in there. <laughs> I don't know how he fit all of Lenny in that small bag, but it was definitely Lenny's face. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot we had a cliffhanger midway through last week. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a major one. Mm -hmm. Is is. the running theory that Dick is a a zombie, a vampire, or an alien? Well, his name's Philip Donner. Yeah, Donner. Donner Party. I asked him him what happened to his uh, wife. He got real uncomfortable. Nick did the side-to-side eye thing and got really kind of awkward. Mm Mm-hmm. He does that. And uh, obviously he's faced starvation. That's why he's so obsessed with uh, food, always having food, because he, he must have gone through a period of uh, serious uh, starvation. And then not. <laughs> and then, yeah, suddenly, <laughs> wow. And then he felt completely filled with the love for his family. Yep. Yeah, his love for his fellow humans <laughs> with a little bit of vinegar and... <laughs> 
And he has a cookbook to serve man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so who are we going with first? Uh, you guys. Us? All right. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. I'm slowly coming back. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. Well, you three, Quentin has just knocked. Uh, I don't even think we finished it. I think he just. Uh, uh, no, he whacked him, rolled a success, and we cut. Mm-hmm. How strong are you, Quentin? You're muted. I'm muted? No. I'm muted. Quentin is. Um, I got a good I got a good 65 in strength and a size of 70. Quentin's a big boy. Yeah. All right. With with your uh with your thrust there, you catch him right upside the back of the head and uh he goes out cold face down on that big table which you remember is uh basically just the uh large wooden reel that cable or rope would come on all right looks like a big sideways thimble basically what the hell quentin and i said that i said i I gotta get my quentin voice i said (laughs) i said what's his name again this fellow gerald gerald (laughs) lying sack of shit and he deserved it uh so we're going to tie him up so grab his legs. Would you be so kind? And... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Quentin, you may just be able to leave, but Harold and I live here. We can't just go around knocking people out. Um, I don't think our friend here is our friend anymore. Um, he's talking a little odd. I believe he's wrapped into this whole organism. And... Whether or not he's our friend, he's a member of this community. Well, to be prudent, let's tie him up and then bash the door open and look in the back room that's locked. Just to be prudent. So let's do that. Harold, what do you think about all of this? Oh, geez, this all does seem a little bit rash. Um, you know, things were going pretty well there. And, and now we got to deal with the, a, a fella on the floor. Oh, we just, well, well, we just have to deal with the fellow on the floor. But then we're going to learn our uh, information by looking at what he was writing down that we were telling him. What's important, what he thinks is important. I think he's wrapped into the fellow in town. Um, Maybe we don't tie him up. Maybe he just fell and hit his head. Oh, we're just tying him up in case he he uh, he take he comes too. You don't want to leave him loose. If he's anything like that fellow in town, I don't trust what he can do. So I suggest we do it promptly. Oh, uh, Gerald, you fell and hit your head, and then we bound you with rope. Oh, well, on time. Don't worry about that. So what 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 are we gonna do once he comes to Andy's tied up and that then what's the next steps after that? Oh, you can blame me. I have no problem with that. Um, we um, need to we, look in his back room. He's hiding an awful lot of stuff. Um, what he's saying and what he's doing is not adding up. You know that. You've talked with this fellow before. He's under the influence of some some sort of terrible thing, um, and he's gonna come to any moment. So I don't have to want to have to whack him again. So let's get him tied up. He does. He was acting a little bit strange. I, I do got to agree with that. I would think that would be an understatement, Harold. And uh, he was uh, the fact that he didn't hear a gunshot in his front yard, uh, and the way he was acting with us was is is a little bit off. And I'm surprised that you are you're even thinking that. You're the ones who know how, him. How big was the the box that we found in the gopher? Oh, it's tiny. It's probably. What would that so be? A quarter half, inch half cube, inch, quarter inch. Okay. maybe a quarter inch cube. Um, and it was around his head, right? Somewhere in the head area. <clears throat> Did you? 
Oh, that's right. You discovered it by digging in. So yeah. Bottom, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to quickly um, just take a look at, at Gerald and see if he's got any scars or any lumps um, in, in a similar region. Sure. Do a spot hidden. Okay. It's a good thing I just grabbed my dice about 30 seconds ago. Uh, spot hidden. There we go. It's okay. I realized I had to grab my book because oh. I might actually need my book tonight based on... Did you roll a 98? Did you... How did you fuck this up already? <laughs> oh, I, oh, no. I didn't roll a 98. You rolled, you rolled a 100. 100. <laughs> nope. nope. Right in between those two. Oh, okay. <laughs> Happy birthday. Well, yeah, what could possibly go <laughs> wrong you. when you're examining someone's head? Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're starting out strong here tonight. Okay. Michael, it, it is my birthday coming up, you know. Yeah, you're about to get spanked. Oh, too. No, no. <laughs> Blame it on Quentin. Say that what you find is the gigantic hole that Quentin made in the guy's head. Okay. okay. All right. So I'm gonna type a little something to my my new buddy now. Oh, Harold. Boy. Uh, that y'all don't get to see. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it bodes really well for all of you. Wow, that is... So it was the end of, not last episode, the episode before, that I rolled a 100 on a spot hidden. <laughs> and now a 99. My spot hidden's not that bad. Oh, Okay. All right. So yep. if you want to start, if you want to start RPing that, yep. you're welcome yeah. to. Okay. All right. So I'm I'm poking around there on his head, and I'm going, no, Millie, geez, I did not knock him out. That was the other guy. I'm trying to find if he's got a box in here. No, leave me alone. Harold. Good lord. Oh, yes, yeah, Florence. I'm still poking around in his head, like just sort of. How, thump, like, how's it going, Harold? <laughs> oh, it's going fine, but good lord, Millie won't leave me alone. Uh, she, well, she, could, she could be a she could be a bit of a, a tiresome that way getting involved right yeah she's always getting involved at the wrong times this is not terribly helpful uh, no i'm not gonna stick my finger in his brain the way that other guy stuck his <laughs> oh in his no heart. definitely not do it. no no um out. okay so how about dead. if we compromise let's find his bed we'll tie him to his bed for his own safety I like how you think, Florence. I like how you think. Let's lash him to it. <laughs> I just noticed the next line that Michael typed. <laughs> okay. Oh dear. So let's uh, let's uh, lug the body over, Florence, to the uh, through the bed, and uh, we'll find uh, some rope around. I it's a shop, so I'm assuming there's some sort of rawhide ropes, plenty of things to strip and cut if oh, we have I, to. I think at this point, I, I think we I think we might want to just maybe I'd like to leave him in his bed idea, but then maybe we should go. Uh, because I no, don't we think we to, want to get caught uh, in here. I'm afraid this back room him. that is locked is uh, imperative that we go into, and then I run at the door and bash into it with my shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what did, what did you bash into with your shoulder? The, the, the locked door. The locked door is going to be open. So I'm going to bash open that locked door. Which okay. I was, was going to make the lock, but it's more fun this way. Okay, make a strength roll. You got it. Uh, 64. Is that a success? That yeah. is, right? Yeah. All right. 
so you hit the door pretty hard and it's sturdier than you expect. Uh, it, it feels like it, it gives mostly, but it's going to take one more kind of good run into to get it to, to go all the way. I think about my lockpick set. And then I bash into the door. <laughs> I'm dragging um, Harold oh, or Gerald into I'll his bed. I'll help you. Okay. I rolled a three. All right, you go barreling through. <laughs> and Harold, keep checking your messages. You go, bar- the, the door swings wide open and you're standing on your feet and you're oh, pretty dude. much. It's, it's not my fault. I'm trying here, don't you know? There's bad stuff going on. I didn't do this. At this point, if we're in the other room, can I just say to Harold, um, do you want to leave him and get out of here? Yeah, I I, I think so. Okay. I I think he's Um, a good fella. He's crazy. I don't know this man, and he's violent, unpredictable. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. Drop a... Drop Gerald on the bed. Did we find rope? Yeah, there there was rope, but right now y'all are in the front part, uh, and okay. and Quentin has just burst through. And oh yeah. Not- through after we tied him up. Oh, you What's didn't a- come with us. You ran off to start. Okay, that's fine. Attacking the door. Really you are not. <laughs> I want to make sure that Gerald was tied up because I don't trust it. So, so yeah. Let me hang on. I'll I'll address where y'all are, Florence. As you burst through. Quentin, there's a wall pretty much a foot or two to the left of you, so there's definitely another room to the left. Uh, You can see the door, and you're in pretty much what looks like a kitchen, right? With a wooden stove, uh, which is not on. There's no reason for it to be on right now, and various pots and pans and utensils that you would probably find in that area. Uh, a curious contraption that is a kind of a tallish cylinder Uh, make a make a spot hidden let me tell you what else you see in here okay i quickly go harold science stuff i do not do a spot hidden very well okay so you just notice a bunch of kind of kitchen equipment around. You're you're very hurried in and kind of bustled by your immediate plowing through the door. Okay. And I said, Harold, there's a bunch of curiosities back here, kitchen stuff and things. I think you should take a look. It's sort of like a lab. You'll be intrigued. I know, Millie scares me too. I'm working on it. Uh, yeah, I, I know, Millie. I, I'm aware of that. That's why we're... Did we find the bedroom? and I are trying to get the heck out of here. There's one room over to the left of the kitchen. But we didn't go in the kitchen. No, that that's where Quentin's standing. He's standing in the middle of the... So it's a room behind... Okay, I yeah. envisioned us going different directions. Yeah, me too. Like we pulled Gerald off while Quentin... Whoa, hey, crazy. I I didn't agree to anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dragged him. You rang. (laughs) (laughs) I heard Harold was giving out services. 
Okay. So, okay. I, sorry, I didn't realize y'all were dragging the body. I thought you were still, I thought you were talking to Harold in no, the main room. While, while dragging the body. Yeah, so I'm sort okay. of envisioning, you know, me dragging his arms and Florence on his feet and we're kind of dragging him along and I'm, you know, talking to Millie while I'm doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's just not a huge place. All right, so if you're trying to, then you would drag him in, you would walk through the kitchen, and there's a doorway to the left. I'm just to... saying, are there no other rooms off of the room that we're in? Because my reaction is not to follow, like, if these things are happening at the same time, we went one way, Quentin started knocking down a door the other way. Right. No, th this house isn't big. Remember, that okay. was that was part of it as you as you walked up. It's only about 20, 20 to 30 feet across. And then it's one main room with a with a, a door in the center of the wall. That's the door that Quentin okay. went through in the center of the wall that put him in the kitchen. And then there was a wall t about a foot to the left, meaning that, you know, there's probably eight to 10 feet of room over to his left-hand side. Okay, but there's no bed in this room. There's no okay. bed in this room. Okay, but no. is there... The, 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 the front chairs, room is right? all a, a gadgetorium. Uh, the room you walked into is the kitchen, and then there's one room off to the left you haven't explored. So, yet. Harold, if you're on the same page as me, we're dragging him somewhere that we can set him down. Yeah. We are not going... We're not waiting for Quentin to knock down a door and then dragging unconscious Gerald through it. Right. Yes. Or pulling him. Yes. <laughs> Not doing either of those things. <laughs> okay. Uh, Harold, I need you to make a sanity roll. Okay. Oh, uh, I think that's a success. Just double check. Doop -doo. Whoa, that's a success by one. Wow. Okay. And well, in the future, it won't be. You lose one point of sanity. Okay. <laughs> because of Millie so ravishly kind of yelling in your ear almost okay. or yelling in your brain i guess i should say yep okay um uh, so uh florence you would notice that i'm getting more and more agitated uh, and you know oh gosh i really need to get out of here and i, I, I okay I, harold I, let's I said, harold uh, you're the one who you're the scientist look for some notes um you're studying Lamava. This fellow has a ton of notes on Lamava. It's going to be a huge help to you. And I don't think he was using it in the right way, poisoning animals. Yeah, I don't think outside, he's got notes Harold. on getting out of hanging. Let's go. Let's just go now. That's a great idea. Uh, so we would just like prop him up on a chair. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so we'll prop him up on a chair, gather our stuff, and skedaddle. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay, so y'all are leaving him propped up in the main room then. Y'all mm -hmm. aren't even going into the kitchen. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. And then y'all head outside. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. All, All right. right. I was going to say, I hear them going back outside. I'll go back into the main room. We were uh, very quiet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. You should make a listen roll. <laughs> so... All right, Quentin, you're you're alone in in the house with the bound guy in the chair. He's not bound. Scott, we didn't tie oh, him. Up. Oh, we yeah, did didn't not tie him. bind him. No. Okay, I do. I tie him up quickly. All right. What we do, and then I start looking for notes. Uh, I said, "This is what this is what we do. We're looking for intelligence, and we're going to find it. We one way or the other. It wasn't working in the uh, questioning department because he was uh, stonewalling us. So okay, make a spot hidden roll then. Yeah, my spot hidden is terrible. So 45 does not work, but yeah, any books, any notes, uh, 
any oddities, look in the kitchen, and I quickly make a perusal of the bedroom. But I keep an eye on him at all times. I keep, I keep, I will constantly look back and see if he starts um, moving. Okay, there, there was. Uh, it, it seems like in the shuffle of getting him bound that you're, you're a little frantic. You don't know where his notebook is, but there is a torn piece of paper, and w- what's written on it, it, it almost looks like a language but you you would think that it's possibly schematics for something it it almost it almost looks like hieroglyphics except strange shapes and forms but they're in a very linear fashion uh not a not a language you would recognize at all gotcha something something uh nefarious it seems all right i quickly will pocket that i don't know why it's nefarious it's just unknown Quentin, you, Quentin, did you see the symbols in the books that we were going through? Oh, yeah, at the, uh, Florence's bookshop. I right. don't know. Yaker and I saw them and recognized yeah. them. I'm not sure if Quentin I also. Don't if, I don't know if we shared. Do you remember it. making a sanity roll? I think there was right a sanity roll involved when you looked mm-hmm. at it. I believe so. I think we all made a sanity roll in the bookshop, yeah. I think it was everyone except for me because I was just looking at the picture books. Oh, yeah. Quentin also... Yeah, ma- from give his me sanity an, role. Give me an intelligence role, Quentin. Ah, uh, how about education? Yeah, that works. That's the one. They're both really good. Oh my goodness. Uh that's a super success. A, that, yeah. that super success tells you that these are distinctly different writings. Mm. Oh, than the ones in the book that Florida. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um they will definitely be pocketed. Um, I look around for any of those small, strange metal boxes that are around. Um, and then the, sm- the small metal box that was around that was in the rodent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably a terrible thing to do, but you shouldn't do that to animals. And this fellow definitely did it to an animal. So I have my animal rights portion of me. So I open up his mouth, put the metal box into it, hold it shut, make sure he swallows it. <laughs> How do you make an unconscious yeah, person that... swallow? You wondered about that. You never let us give uh, healing potions to people that are oh. unconscious. Well, no, I'm going to hold his mouth shut and his nose shut. Um, eventually, it, it should go down. <laughs> I love this idea. He'll start choking, and he'll it'll ga- he'll gag, and you'll eventually will go down for peristalsis. Or Did you make or he'll Did... die. Can you make a shove small metal boxes into <laughs> unconscious man and see if it goes down roll? Absolutely. That is in what... Um... <laughs> I'm going to go with... I, I guess you get lucky with something like that. All right. There you go. 35. Yes. Down goes the little box. All right. He had it coming. That's going to hurt when it comes out. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> You shouldn't put those things in animals. I said, He's going to be very to... surprised tomorrow. <laughs> Whatever else it might do. Um, and at this point, um, just I, um, I'm going to make a more thorough search of uh, of things. Uh, okay. Definitely, there's definitely something in here of value. This cat is uh, off in another world because of his lamava, and I think is under the influence of something else, and. Um, has to be there has to be something there i was going to say besides the piece of paper i just have a sense of something else being in the bedroom perhaps or at the kitchen 
I'm just going to do a little bit of a more thorough search with okay. my with my loaded rifle handy, just in case he starts stirring. Okay, so tell me where you are. Um, I'm in the main room first, and so okay. I'm, every every couple seconds, I look over my shoulder because I, I do not. After having seen what happened with the gunfighter and all that stuff, I don't. You know, there's this guy yeah. seemed similar to that flavor. That something you off. you have a medicine role, right, or a first aid, something like that. Oh, I got a great first aid roll. Yeah, give me a first aid roll. Yeah. And that would be, yeah, 65. Okay. And that's good enough for you? Yeah. Oh, I have a okay. Yeah. okay. You knocked him out really cold. Like, you know from your experience. I, you can keep checking on him totally, your oh. prerogative, maybe your nerves, but you, you have a pretty good sense that this guy's not coming to anytime soon. If oh. he does, if he does come to, okay. If that being the case, I'm going to do an extremely thorough search through his books first. Okay, uh, there has to be, there has to be a notebook uh, and the notes he was writing about us. I, I also want to see what he was writing about us as well. And I'm, I want to find anything. This is um having to do with my spy background. Um, I want to see what connections he has. I'm looking for uh, anything that has a name of someone else. Okay. And I just want to mention when there's a good point, I'd like to do something else outside at yeah. the same time. As we're leaving, I am uh, wiping our footprints away, you know, very hastily, oh. but just sort of, you know, so that they can't be identified. Okay. The, the main room that you're in, Quentin, as you do a thorough search of it, and that torn piece of paper, you're still looking for his notebook, but it fell somewhere or got kicked somewhere in the shuffle you weren't able to locate it but that that piece of paper is what he was writing when, when he when he was listening to you you do know that oh so those strange symbols what yeah symbols. oh so he wasn't writing in english right yeah, yeah. he was he was writing in in those sorry i didn't hmm. make that clear okay i've been, I've been off for two weeks you got to cut me some slack i thought it was a scrap from something else so that was the actual notes okay that's fascinating um I will quickly make a perusal of the uh, the kitchen and then uh, the bedroom. I was going to say under the bed, around the bed, the nightstands, just looking for any curious oddities. Um, Hang on, sugar pants, you're going too fast. Yeah. Um, the the main room that you're in as wow. you as you're doing this like thorough search is uh, it's just filled with objects and uh, that would make sense for like a herald. Mm -hmm. right there's there's really nothing out of the ordinary in fact make a wisdom roll wisdom yeah what would that be oh it's the opposite of edu uh i wonder how many weeks we can all play this game before one of us remembers intelligence <laughs> yeah I was gonna say, is it, there is no wisdom in this one there's there's education intelligence and pow yeah, so it's intelligence. Oh, okay. That's good, too. Oh, my goodness. A four. That's a super crazy success. Jesus. Yes, it is. Okay. So as you're looking around, you think, and you know, at least by word in the village at this point, how much of a respected inventor this guy was. Mm -hmm. And I this... I said was. In, yeah, or is. This... this whole area is way too ordinary right your assessment of it is all of these materials are very basic 
at best some of them are mechanical mm-hmm. but they're it all seems staged it doesn't seem like an area he was really using That's and in fact the more that you look around and inspect it you realize that there's actually not a whole lot that was going on in this room hmm. okay this is where then i will have to look in the kitchen but at this point um looking for a hatch in the floor or something of that nature um where there might be uh you know perhaps as uh, another another lab he was keeping this as the you know a theater um so i'll look through the kitchen and the bedroom uh turn over things and use my sleuthing skills from the past of to uh attempt to find something large and hidden you know obviously he's putting on a front so something was hidden whatever that might be that's what you should bump up your spot hidden yeah like retcon it so that you take some points because if you're a spy you would have a better spot hidden yeah mine is a 25 i have great sleight of hand but uh the spot hidden is not something yeah i think you just when you did your point allocation you went heavy in something instead of spot hidden well, actually, you yeah. just, you made this one for me, so I didn't make the character. Oh, maybe, I did? Oh, yeah. maybe like reduce the medicine or first aid and bump up the spot hidden or something? Yeah, that's my fault then. Yeah, because I have a good survival, like that's 50. So I could change those or something like that. All right. Yeah. Okay. If, if you want, take 20. Uh, that would make more sense. I forgot I made that one for you. Take 20 points off your survival and just add it to your spot hidden. Okay. That helps. Um, this is called buffering the rules (laughs) yeah well makes sense all right um that's what i'm looking for there there's there's this is a this is a theater that he was putting on and there's something there's something strange about it um i i stamp on the floor and listen to it if it's solid or not solid the rifle butt i'm looking for looking for that hollow spot yeah make a Mm, make a listen roll on that or a spot hidden whatever's higher at this point hidden i got with my new roll i got a 40 so i got it perfect yeah it's kind of hollow sounding under there mm. okay um this is where then i would look for a distinct trap door um underneath tables or a small carpet or a rug in the kitchen uh underneath a bed all the all the all the obvious places that people would do that yeah, so uh, make a spot hidden with advantage this time. So roll two, take the better one. Oh my goodness, I got a 14. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, when you go into the bedroom and um, the you look at the foot of the bed or mm-hmm. you look at the, the posts of the bed, right where they meet the floor, it's definitely been scooted back and forth. So let me just draw this out for a second. And uh, the bedroom's not big. It's very Spartan. And let's see. The bed is, so the bed's tucked away in the far corner. Mm -hmm. And it looks like it's been dragged this way and then pushed back and dragged this way and pushed back. So the far corner at the head, obviously. Yeah. Um, at this point, um, hopefully my friends Florence and Harold are still out front. And I will quickly 
once I do this, if there's a window, I'll open the window um, and just yell out and uh, to I said Florence, if I can do so. Florence and Harold, I said, you need to come back in here. There's secret rooms and things going on here. We need to look at. And I'm going to pause you for a second, because before that happens, Florence was going to do something outside. Well, yeah, Florence was going to go back inside. Oh, OK. Uh, because Florence has a particular sensitivity for people mistreating people and labeling them crazy. So she wants to go back in and check on Gerald. Sure. So you could, uh, we'll say that you go in while he's maybe searching around the kitchen. And mm -hmm. Quentin, I did want to tell you while you were in the kitchen mm -hmm. that you discovered some objects that would be completely foreign to you and make a what would this be under let's make an edu roll okay that's my best roll luckily okay oh my god a four again okay so are you rolling a it, die 10 yeah it's <laughs> just it's a cool. die 10. he's he's saving that 98 for a minute when i really need it okay. when i really really need it yeah <laughs> We'll have a memorial service for Quentin later. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. When you were in the military, there was a lot of chatter occasionally about electricity. Oh. And you even maybe in an experimental facility or when you were in one of the military units, you saw these things that were referred to as electrical wires and they could power objects. And while you're in the kitchen, you see something that has one of these lines or that looks like it coming out of it and running Ooh. over the countertop and down the wall or yeah, down the floor. And down through the floor to underneath the floor. Yeah. And the object, the object is this metal cylinder like this with mm -hmm. blades in the bottom and a, a couple of buttons on the front of it. Man, we need Harold back in the house. <laughs> it's a food processor. All right, Emily or Florence, while he's investigating the kitchen, so this would be what he was looking at while you come back into the front of the house. Yeah. Yeah, so I just have to go check on him. I am feeling guilty for leaving him there. First thing I'd like to do is just go back to where we left Gerald and tap his face and, you know, so, lift so up his eyelids. So Gerald is bound, right? And he's... No, oh, that's right. No, no, oh, no Quint, I found Quint, him Quint now. Him oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Quentin, okay, well then the Quentin first has tied him. Thing. Quentin's tied him up. He's like face down on that oh, table and he's all bound up with rope. Then I would like to try to unbind him. Okay. Yeah, give me a dex roll to cut him loose. Sure. Okay. Uh that's a success. Okay. So you you cut his ropes. And his arms flap down into his lap, 
And I mean, he's a pretty kind of limp noodle right now and you cut his ankles free. Okay, so tap, 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 look at his eyes. Uh, is he responsive at all? He's breathing. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, his Adam's apple looks very cube shaped. <laughs> looks well fed. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'd like to go in the kitchen and look for like a towel or something. I don't know. He wouldn't have water in the kitchen, I guess. There might be like a basin. Yeah, there could be I'm a basin. I'm thinking like you... cold compress. Uh, Florence isn't big on first aid. Uh, uh, where's Quentin? Well, this yeah, is... I was going to say. Quentin, Quentin would be in the bedroom. Quentin, you want to make a listen roll? Sure. Or you'd probably just hear. Or are you trying to? Unless you're trying to sneak around, are you? I trying am to not sneak? trying to sneak. Okay, then then you hear you hear somebody in the kitchen while you're standing in the bedroom inspecting the floor. Yeah. Okay, I take a look back into it, and I would see Florence. And uh, this is why I say to Florence, I said, Florence, I said I would suggest tying him back up. He has one of those strange little boxes in him that made the gophers insane. Um, that could happen any moment. Aren't we in the kitchen? The bedroom. You is don't know I untied him. Oh no! I, I, well, I was telling Michael that <laughs> I walked around. I'm sorry. Okay. I, yeah, you okay. wouldn't. You wouldn't know that she untied him. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say. I just walked into the kitchen. You're in the oh, bedroom. You into the kitchen. Okay. I'm yeah. trying to find a towel. Gotcha. Okay. And some water. Well, that's fine. Well, then, in that case, then, yeah, I said, I said, uh, Florence, you need to get uh, Harold back in here. There's a secret door in the floor. There's a. There's a. Many curious things going on here. Um, get him yourself. I'm checking on Gerald. Okay. And then I said, uh, well, be careful with Gerald. Uh, he may turn into one of his gophers very soon. Uh, Quentin, what did you do? We're going to find out. It's science. If he poisoned those, if he did this to the gophers and it caused them to go mad, then he deserves it himself. It's karma, you know. And then I'll continue to find my towel and find my water. I don't even know what to do about this. Quentin's like turning into a maniac. Oh no, I was gonna say the maniac was Gerald doing that to the animal. Um, Much uh, exposure to Lomova. Yeah. Lomava, sorry, I can never get that right. Harold's around, I'll yell out the front door uh, for Harold to come in. I said, Harold! Electricity. <laughs> uh, so Harold's outside arguing with Millie. Um, oh <laughs> so I, I want to get a keeper call on this. So Art would really like Harold to go inside, <laughs> but you know I, I don't know where to play that, where Harold's mental state is at because his mental state after that failed role was GTFO. Um, I don't know where his sort of scientific curiosity would outweigh the fear and anxiety of the situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that initial shock would certainly get him out. But now all of your friends are inside and you, you've had a minute to collect yourself. Well, kind of. I mean, Millie's kind of all over you. But uh, can, I can I try to um, soothe him with my charm skill and... Uh... Um, charm, charm my wonderful friend Harold into coming and seeing some 
amazing intellectual apparatus? Well, I, I don't think you actually have to work it that hard. I would just say Gerald would want to come back in, right? It's Harold. just, or, sorry, Harold would want to come back in. It's just going to be a, a, at a cost of sanity over time, right? Because I, I would presume that the longer you're in the house, that voice in your head is going to get louder and louder and louder. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's... Yeah, you don't need permission for me to go. I would think I would do what your character would do. And if Harold's curiosity wants to get him back in the house, by all means, go back in. All right. So I just want to leave it up to the dice here. Um, I'm trying to think what I would roll for. Probably Constitution, right? Pow, maybe the Or pow, your pow. It would be your mental fortitude. Okay. Uh, How is your pow? Not good. Uh, and I lost. So Harold is staying outside. <gasps> okay. He's stricken with anxiety and arguing furiously with Millie. Yeah. And, and Quentin, if you want to, if you want to try and coerce him with a charm, then he could roll that again to see if you could to come on, come on. Come Absolutely. On. I put my yeah. arms around my good friend and I soothe them. I said, I know your wife is here talking to you, but, uh, inside there are many strange, uh, curiosities that are right up your alley electricity and uh, there's a secret door in the floor where i believe it's a whole shop downstairs now michael would that technically be a push so that's the reason why art's rolling again i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna call it a push i just think it's the natural i i, I think this to me is just kind of playing out as the natural circumstance i don't want to i don't for lack of a better term, I don't want, no, I don't want to push him into a push because okay. that's, I, I don't feel that's what the situation, I think y'all are just trying to role play it mm-hmm. and Art's trying to let the dice do the dice, which I think is totally fair. I think it's a complex moment for his character. It's a yeah, really it, genuinely definitely. difficult moment for Harold. And I think wow. it's kind of cool, really, honestly. Holy smokes. But Millie, elect- electricity. I've never seen electricity before. I've only heard about it and read about it. I got to go see it. But maybe I don't gotta go see it. <laughs> um. All right, so I, let's do this. I, I, I think Harold's gonna I, need again. a minute. Uh, so he'll come back in once he calms down a little bit. I think he just needs a little bit of space away from the fear and the anxiety of the situation, um, which will then give Michael an opportunity to maybe change some things. But um, I, I think he just I, I, needs to have that sort of wind down time and if we step out of the narrative for a moment i i would argue don't let the dice dictate what your character does right right let you decide what your character does the dice can determine consequence Mm -hmm. and so like i said like just do what the character would do and it's just a matter of consequence of how intense millie's voice is and how hard that is on your sanity right as you're in there yep no i mean i think that you know like with any other sort of high anxiety moment there are times when you need to just take a step away let that calm down a little bit and then head back in so in the end that fear may save your life (laughs) (laughs) so how about this in the meantime i've tried to move gerald but he's very heavy and i'm not that big so i'm just gonna stick my head back out the door and say i need one of you to help me move him we really should get him into bed Right. bed well, that, that, absolutely we have to move that bed by the way too and that so, would be uh, the the calming voice that i think harrow would need because he definitely does trust florence so yeah okay 
In and we then, go. Uh, and then I put my arm around uh, Harold and I said, Harold, we need to go back inside. We have work to do. We have to uh, take care of this poor unfortunate fellow that got bonked on the head. And we have to move his bed to look underneath it. Okay, so Harold is moving, but Quentin trying to help him do that is actually not helping. Yeah, I was going to say Millie shrieks <laughs> when Quentin touches you. Yes, that's making him more <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, she so I, I, like shrilly screeches inside your head. Yeah, so Harold's making like horrible faces and twitching every once in a while. But we're Sounds going good. in. <laughs> Sounds normal. Um, also, we're at 8.40. I know this is quick, but let's take a momentary break. And then um, this might be a good pause for your group so that uh, Bo and Yocker get a little bit of time tonight since we're going to be on the shorter side. Yep. I like it. Speak for yourself. Okay. All right. Uh, so we'll take a break. Everybody go uh, have a pee, get a drink, and we will be back in five minutes this time. All right, and we are back from break. Michael, take us back. All right, and we are going to cut scene from the Morrison place and with a little bit of a cliffhanger there and take a look at what Bo's up to. Bo, where are you? All righty, well, I'm uh, had to leave uh, old... Philip. Philip. <laughs> oh, I had to leave old fecal Philip behind. He's been gone for two hours and we've forgotten him completely. <laughs> Wait, who's Philip? Oh, you know, that his, guy, uh, his beloved lame horse, and uh, I loaded uh, his uh, non edible gear onto, uh, onto my horse. Uh, I uh, actually, originally, my horse's name was Banshee, believe it or not. Wow. Before he called his stuff Banshee oh. Bitch. So I have to change the name now. So yeah. now my horse's name is uh, Tempest. So me and my horse Tempest, uh, we're heading back to town as, uh, as quickly as we can. We're not like overloaded. Do, 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 do. And I'm heading back to let you all know that what happened with Philip. And uh, yeah, I eventually uh, get into town. I don't know where you all are at. Uh, but I'll just so sort of... You'd probably run into me because as soon as I was done That's with my hoping. business, yeah. uh, I was going to head back out and come back to get you guys. So I'd probably be catching you on the way in as I'm coming back out to get you. Excellent. Yocker! Yocker, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, well, I... I'm about 10 pounds lighter. I, I couldn't <laughs> feel much better if, if, if I had a, a winning lottery ticket. I'd like to try I, I that about uh, indoor, indoor outhouse of yours someday. Yeah, it, I, it's unbelievable. You you don't even get the sense that you're going and and you just sit there and you can read what's called a magazine. Holy. The whole thing is just an amazing experience. Well, I got I got my own bag of corn cobs, so uh you don't if you don't have any to spare, I'll I'll use oh, those. I got Jesus. the uh we got oh no! You start the way you, the way you do it, just so I'll gross everyone out. You you start with a colored corn cob, right? And then to make sure y'all clean, you use a white one. If the white one comes out clean, you know you're done. <laughs> so I learned that from the Stone Tolan House. That's, That's the way it was done back in the day. You can like bit. rotate it. Oh and, God. 
Use there's all this the up, angles. In addition to an indoor outhouse, there's this other invention called toilet paper. Toilet You're paper. Love it. Well, I've used. I thought, I thought that's what the magazine before. was for. Is it like newspaper? It's a little bit like that, but, but you don't want to oh. read it after. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've heard the oh, town water trough works great. well. Uh, yeah, you hear that? Someone was someone was polluting the horse trough there. I'm pretty sure it was Philip. I could be wrong. Oh, uh, fecal Phil. <laughs> uh, yep. So a anyway, yeah. So uh, I got to find the others because uh, we got some good uh, intel. Where's old Philip anyway? Well, his uh, his horse uh, uh, stepped in a hole and, and uh, broke its leg. It's not as bad as it sounds because. Uh, Phil has that doctrine background and he was able to set its leg so it can at least walk, but uh, we're going to have to, you know, either wait for him to come slowly back or, or at some yeah, point go like out. make his way. Yeah, I, I think he, I think that horse is in the best hands it could possibly be in, but yeah, I wanted to meet up with the others and just let them know what we uh, found out. Perfect. Yeah. Cause horse meat tastes good. Yeah. I, oh I yeah, we left. I said we left hands. him in the best hands possible. <laughs> That's great. I was thinking the opposite when you said that. <laughs> Tastes like family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it gives this, a whole this horse. This horse is this horse. I can't do his accent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This uh, this uh, horse is like uh, family to me. So no one should ever. It's like family too. No, no one should ever go to Philip Donner's family buffet. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, so uh, yeah, where they uh, where do you think they headed to, Yacker? I thought they were heading over to that other uh, Finagler's house, that other person that was a lot like Harold that likes to mess around oh, with the things. Oh yeah, the other uh, man inventor. And yeah, there you go. The other one uh, he takes like Tinker. thoughts. He takes mere thoughts, and uh, now why do I sound like George Bush now? He takes mere <laughs> thoughts and uh, turns them into reality. <laughs> Your thoughts. Mission accomplished. <laughs> wow, so good. All right. So actually, y'all we'll won. Y'all won. Mission accomplished. Game's over. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, we won Call of Cthulhu. Sweet. Y'all won Call of Cthulhu. Yay! You said the magic word, George Bush. We won. <laughs> Great. Uh, so uh, head over to the house, I guess. Just amble through the village so we go find them. Yeah. Well, y'all would be. Okay, so y'all are in the village. They were just in another. They were in the village, so it's no, like y'all. It, yeah, it's uh, no, it's it's, it's north. It's hike. a good. It was a good. What we say, two to three hours, something like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, north so, of the yeah, north. You and I, you and I can amble, amble up there, and we'll yeah. So we'll head over. Meet them at some point. Y'all would arrive there nighttime, essentially. Okay, assuming they're still there at night, maybe we'll meet them coming back. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and who knows what could happen between. Here and there, I'm sure nothing will go wrong on the way there. So, uh, well, Yaker, if you want to, um, uh, I don't know how much time is left. We can go. There's another mission I wanted to go on. We found out exactly uh, where that um, where those families are being kept. Oh yeah, let's the, let's let so, them finish up what they're doing. And yeah, we, we can go, check go, out we families. Can go out. I'm very interested to see how they're being uh, treated out there. He said he talked to a feller who was dead sure that they were being treated real nice, kept uh, safe and comfy and well-fed. But I, I'd like to see it with my own eyes. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm making sure that I've got some extra 
shells for my shotgun because this whole thing's starting to make me feel a little bit nervous. I feel like we're going to be running into something pretty bad up there. But yeah, let's go check it out. Do, do you have plenty of shells or do you need to get shells? No, I have shells. Okay. Sure, you don't need to stop by the store. I do not need to stop by the store. Yeah. yeah. Although I got to say, this whole accent emulation thing that I'm doing. Yeah, I like it. Might be a little interesting. That would be fun. No, I, it could I think be that's the, a great It could be the syndrome. remaining half hour of the evening. Yeah. <laughs> well, a conversation and, with Floyd. And ammo comes from Lolita's Quick Draw. It doesn't come oh, from the, oh. uh, uh, the general store. Have we ever been to Lolita's Quick Draw? Y'all have not been to Lolita's so. Quick Draw. Well, no. shit, let's go to Lolita's, have a little interaction with her. Sure. See what goes on. I don't mind. I got shotgun shells, but maybe she's got something special. Uh, now, do you know, know uh, do you know Lolita? Do you? Oh, Jay? I know Lolita. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah, her, and, her and my friend Nabokov. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I heard they're an awful pair. Isn't she much younger than him? Isn't she much younger than him? makes me real uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, there's well, quite a disparity in age there. Well, y'all would know Lolita's well enough to know that Lolita's Quick Draw is not owned by Lolita. It's owned by Jane Squeaks Dunn. Jane Squeaks Dunn? Yep. They know her as uh, Squeaks around here? Yep. Oh. Yeah, let's so, go visit old Squeaks. Okay, yeah. Uh, you can give me an introduction. All right, let's go see her. Oh, do you have right. a horse? Yeah, you have a horse. Oh, yeah. I have a horse. Oh, of course. You took it back to town. Yeah. yeah. Well, and y'all, y'all are just walking through town. So if you if you take a look on your new, well, we would have to tie off our horses, right? Because I was on my horse going out to meet him. So we'll bring the horses back to Seraphim Falls, tie him off. Oh, okay, that makes you sense. know. Let's yeah. water your horse, make sure he's got some feed, and then yep. we'll head over to visit Squeaky. Yeah. So what but... did you say, Michael? There was a new. Oh, I didn't bother downloading that. Let me download. Yeah. It. Uh, except Fantastic. one of the things is mistitled and dead gummit, I gotta fix it. But Lolita's quick draw is correctly titled. Dad gummit. Oh, yep, I can't believe you just said that. I, I did say that. <laughs> and you know what? It's legit too. Uh, if you say so. Oh yeah. Wow, this is You think I app. didn't grow up with a dad gummit? I grew up with dad <laughs> gummit and she it. Oh she. That's pretty good, Florence. Yeah, I know. Oh, this wow. Church of the Almighty Fist. Nice. I didn't realize Bloodstone was that big. Oh yeah, this is this yeah. big little town. Okay, so we're at Seraphim Falls. We got to make our way over to the other side of town. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's the, let's not go by the general store in case. Uh, <laughs> the one case thing that's that's incorrectly labeled is up there with the post office, the Humphreys Pork Loin and Ranch. Yeah, uh, that's not the Humphrey. The Humphreys Pork Loin and Ranch is south of uh, across the train tracks. So um, is that the one we ran into on the way into town? Yeah, the guy it, that well, charged us. Yep, yep, that's your buddy. Okay. Damn, your memory's great, Bo. What are you talking about? It's my short-term memory is bad. Okay. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, clip clop, clip clop over to Lolita's. As you as you get over to Lolita's, you hear a violin playing, and I don't know if either of you have a trained ear for music. Probably not you, Bo, Yocker, but but no, it I sounds didn't take anything in music. Yeah, it sounds mighty fine to you. Oh, I don't know. Is but it, I don't uh, like it is it sweet 
gentle or is it peppy and you want to do a little quick step? It's it's peppy and then all of a sudden it's a missed note and it goes. Ooh. Yeah, I, I know enough about music to know a missed note when I hear one. Yeah. Okay. Now, right. That might be where she gets the nickname Squeaks. Oh, Squeaks. Okay. Let's might. Uh, it might not. You never know. I'm going to go on in. And I'll follow okay. you. All right. Let me let me get into Jane here for a second. Work up my Jane. <laughs> you might want to watch your phraseology there. Yes. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> I don't want to know, actually. Wanna wanna get into you Jane can get it on the replay. <laughs> <laughs> that's about how long it takes is a hot minute <laughs> oh all right I'll try again here <laughs> so ah. you're in jane yeah <laughs> what can i do for you fellas wow. hey squeaky it's yocker <laughs> i'm here with my friend bo who the hell gave you permission to call me Squeaks? I, I think it's all I ever called you, but I could be wrong. <laughs> uh, hello, hello there, Miss Jane. I'm uh, a stranger to the town. I just uh, heard this is the place to buy ammunition, and I am in need of ammunition. God damn well it's the right place to buy ammunition. Where the hell else would you buy ammunition? Oh, I can't what, I told yeah. him. what the hell? We're not going to the general store for this stuff. That'd be ridiculous. Yocker, you shut your damn trap. All right, I'll shut up. You tell me when you want me to talk again. Yocker, you didn't tell me you two had an antagonistic relationship. I didn't know till I got in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let you do the talking. I'm going to stand back behind you. All right. What can I do for you, fellas? Ah, uh, well, my friend, wait, can I talk? <laughs> I, I don't want to make you mad. You got more bullets than I do. I damn well right I do. What do you need, Jocker? I I got the bullets. I, I, I got and the you're, you're really I bought from you. And, but and my really, friend Bo here, he needs more bullets. All right. And you're not okay. offended by her. You just know her to be gruff. Right? Oh, and this okay. is just like, it's just That's kind of her normal is. personality. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing personal, Yocker. Yeah. Well, Yocker, you're on the right track, but I need shells, not bullets. For my oh, shotgun. my kind of guy. He's He's got a shotgun too, just like me. Best weapon yeah, I ever so used. Yeah, I got, I got a uh, 12 gauge myself. Uh, double barrel, so I'm going to need a goodly amount of shells. I got bullets. I want to know you got money. Oh, hell yeah. I, I got don't care to. about your gun. I got guns. I want to know you got some damn money. Okay, so uh, I actually undo my belt slowly with a little bit of a hip. And uh, I got a zipper compartment. You got a problem down there, son? Uh, no, this uh, don't want this to get around too far. But here's where I keep my spare change, and I unzip it. And, and I, I look out. at you and say, "Now that there is a good idea." Uh, yeah, I learned not to. Uh, you know, I've been set upon before, and uh, I was beaten senseless, and I learned a little something about and that. And where were I, you set upon? Uh, 
shit, I was set upon in, uh, let me check my back story here. <laughs> I was set upon back in uh, Wyoming territory. Hmm. No, no, I'm sorry. That's where I was born and raised. Colorado, <laughs> I believe. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was Colorado. Yeah, I was mining for gold and a couple of fellers near beat me to death. And you know what? I just from time to time, I like to drop their names because you never know if someone ever run into them. Uh, one fella was named uh, Asa Watts and the other was uh, Jack Crab. Uh, I, I, uh, Make see. a luck roll. Okay. And I'm really uncomfortable with whatever's happening in this lower right frame. Well, I guess it is for me. It's this uh, Wayne frame. This it's a little Wayne like, on Smurgle Murgle action. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little intense. Uh, now uh, I know for a fact that uh, Asa Watts has uh, gone to his reward, be it a, a pleasant one or hopefully a uh, a traumatic one. Uh, but I did not make my luck roll, so I'm looking for Jack Crab, but. He's a hard feller to find. I've been looking through three, three, three. Oh, I had a tick there, a brief tick. Three different, three different states trying to. I think a jack crab, and it just gives me the ticks. <laughs> well, uh, you seem like an honest fella. And hell, if you're putting up with Yocker, you gotta be. That's what I told him. He's putting up with me. I shut think up, he's a good Yocker. Guy. <laughs> But uh, yeah, here. Did I here. tell you to talk, Yocker? I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm shutting up again. So I need a. Uh, you give oh. me his description, Bo. Everybody oh. who comes into town, they come looking for me because they need their guns. They need their bullets. Well, and I'll let uh, you know. I'll, I'll get word to you if that asshole comes through here. Well, thank you, Miss Jane. Do you mind if I call you Miss Jane? I'd appreciate it. Well, I thank you, Miss Jane, from the bottom of my heart. But. He's, he's a hard fella to miss. He's about the size of a bear. Kind of smells worse than a bear. Looks like a bear. He's the hairiest son of a bitch I ever see. So, uh, you know, and he likes to, you know, in colder weather, he likes to wear this bear coat that he uh, skinned himself. I don't know. I don't know what season we're in right now. I, I think it's, it's spring. Kind of, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't be wearing it this time of year, uh, but uh, you, you if you ever meet him, you'll smell him before you see him. God damn it, if I run into a smelly bear, you want me to shoot him dead, or you want me to oh, get ma'am, word to you? Oh, ma'am, I want him dead, but it's me what's got to do the shooting. And if she says that, she whips out a pistol so damn fast, and I mean a big iron Ooh. pistol so fast. And she doesn't point it at you. It's not she wouldn't yeah. she wouldn't do that. But she whips it out and she holds it up in the air triumphantly at the ceiling. And you're you're genuinely impressed. I mean, Ooh. it's some fast drawing. Ma'am, that is some quick, fancy uh, pistol work there. Yeah, I, I am the I am duly is. I am duly impressed. I ain't seen nothing that surprising since I took in a Wild Bill's uh Western show there with uh, what's her name? Calamity, not Calamity Jane, uh, Jane o o Oakley. Annie, Annie Oakley. Oakley. Annie Oakley. Well, I respect you wanting to put him and make him to meet his maker. So I, 
I won't plug him for you, but I might yeah. slow him down. Oh, you can lame him all right. That's it's, fine with me. She gives I you just, a big wink. I just have a couple of words to share with him before I send him to his, his final reward. All right. And so, yeah, here's the money for I need a box of shells. And she she says, as as you're as you're trading, and Yaker, you you can talk to her again. Um, <laughs> she she says to you, she goes, let me let me ask you, when you were out in Colorado, you ever find any good rocks? Oh, well, ma'am, I I found a, a, what kind of rocks you interested in? I love rocks. Well, I, I found something that I rarely, I've grown to trust, Yocker, and you've earned my trust, just I've taken an immediate liking to you. Uh, I was doing some mining out there, and I, I come across this small vein of, of gold, and it weren't ore like you gotta pick it apart to uh, extract a little bit of uh, gold dust. I'm talking a small vein of pure unadulterated gold and uh, i dug some of it out uh and uh i made the mistake of bringing i was so joyful about it i took i made the mistake of bringing it into town and showing it off and that's what led to uh, that altercation with uh, mr jack crab but this gold some is... bitches so i take out one of i've got like let's say three small pieces of it and I take out one and I set it down. And you, uh, I beg you to believe me on this because I'm not one given to falsehoods. Uh, this gold piece has been known to glow on occasion. And I have yet to establish with the keeper what exactly those occasions are. Me and him need to talk so it works into his, his story. So I don't know exactly what causes it to glow, but I swear on several occasions, I have uh, seen this here gold nugget glow. I got to say, Bo, I got to know you pretty good. And I'm I'm pretty much thinking you're telling the truth. I ain't never once known you to lie. Yeah, I swear on the, the grave of my sister, who was uh, my most beloved and closest relative. And I'm taking off my hat and holding it across my heart. And I'm saying, now that's a mighty fine thing to swear by. You, you ever doing anything special when that thing glows? Again, I don't know. It's up to the keeper. See, I, mm. I wondered if maybe it glowed when I was thinking maybe it glowed when I was on a site where some sort of massive sadness had happened. Because I, oh, let me find the, the Indians I ended up with. I ended up with the... Uh, uh, yeah, so I was left for dead by those two claim jumpers, and I was uh, found by the uh, Arapaho. And uh, you know, they uh, they said they they found they sent something Mighty to me fine folk that was uh, that those was, Arapaho that was worth saving. And I stayed with them for now. It took me a while to get healed, so I was with them for uh, quite a spell. And I. I they, they took me all around, and uh, one time I noticed it uh, glowing a bit, and uh, I showed it to them, and they had said that uh, uh, that was an area where uh, their people had had an altercation, and uh, they had lost a good deal of lives there. Keeper, does that sound reasonable to you? 
Okay. Sounds to me like your rock's filled with the spirit. And when it glows, you should be paying attention. Well, I, I, I keep it for the, the, the purpose that maybe it'll glow again and be, uh, be useful. What do you know about uh, the, this uh, spirit? Oh, I, I don't know anything. I know about rocks, and I ain't never seen one that glowed. Yeah. Except maybe picks up a little light, and it'll hold it off into the night. Those kind of glows, but not spontaneously. Oh, That's yeah. spirit. That's so spirit I, in that rock. I'm so, going to say, uh, Bo, I'm actually wondering if maybe instead of keeping that thing in your pocket like you are, maybe you should keep it like around your neck or something so that if it starts glowing, you see it. Because if well, it's in your pocket and it glows, you ain't going to see it at all because you can't see into your pocket, I'm pretty sure. God damn it, Yocker. It sounds like you had a stroke of genius. That sounds like a brilliant idea to me. I never, I have to say, I thought more about keeping it hidden than its potential usefulness. Yeah, it sounds so like it can be pretty I can useful. take the, yeah, maybe we can take the largest piece, take it to someone who can set it up on something, uh, you know, a tether or whatever, a leather strap go around my neck. I know somebody who can connect it to a tin of beans, and then when it glows, the tin of beans will smack you in the forehead. Can't even smack you in the forehead. That sounds like a very, very unpleasant experience. Florence have a jewelry maker in her family. Oh yes, yes. She's not currently practicing, but she might. Florence might know enough, or might know someone in town who can suffice in the or maybe have some of her leftover tools i do have her old tools uh, cobble, like cobble something together yeah because it doesn't have to be pretty it just has to work yeah kind of like yocker I, i'm pretty <laughs> this here face is pretty so uh uh yeah so i i've got my shells yocker you want to no, I, I I just bought myself some shells just a, last week from her. I'm going to be stocked up for a good time to come unless I got to go shooting lots of people. What do you think, Squeaky? Should well, we go shoot lots of people? She told you not damn to it, call Yonker, her You call me Squeaks again, and I will Jesus. take this iron right upside your thick skull. <laughs> I deserve it. I earned that. Uh, I'll yeah. keep earning it too. I'll see you later. Okay, Yocker, I'll meet you outside in a second. And I tip my hat and I say, uh, Miss Jane, it was uh, absolutely my pleasure to meet you. I hope to, hope to see you again soon. Pleasure to meet you, Bo. You keep that Yocker in line. Don't let him get himself killed. I then we do. won't have no one to make coffins to put his ass in. <laughs> <laughs> that would be true, ma'am. That would be true. All right, and head on outside with you. And as y'all leave, you you see her reaching under the counter and she's picking up her violin. And it's like the same exact tune that you heard. She only it, it's the same exact tune that you heard as you were walking up. And then she gets to the same part and just squeak it just squeaks and and gets bad again. Uh, and as we're walking on saying, man, Squeaky's the best person in this town. But I think we should now, I think we should head up to find the others because uh, I'd like us all to head out to that uh, that uh, place where they're they're keeping the, the families. I think that would be something good to do together. Yeah, I think that's good. And, I was really hoping to much, hear you guys do it on your own. We know the path, right? There's only a single path out to where they're going. Uh, wait, 
before I just need to update her notes. Bo, you have her on the lookout for what's his name? Oh, Jack Crab. Jack Crab. That's with a K, right? Uh, nope. C, C R A B B. Oh, okay. Is that because he's itchy? Oh, he's <laughs> full of crabs. <laughs> All right. Who's the itchy? Um, itchy somebody? Somebody? Bo and Yocker are gonna meet up with us. And that will leave us with Philip on his own, and another another crap incident will happen. <laughs> well, wait, y'all were y'all were headed out northeast of town, right? Y'all were gonna go try and find. Yeah, I guess we should still do that because whenever we're all together, it's just too much, too many people to no, participate. It, it's too it's okay, but y'all y'all really wouldn't naturally meet up with them until well past the scene yeah. that they're at oh does okay. that make I'm sense yeah okay. i'm okay dividing and conquering okay uh, then yeah let's head out because i don't, don't expect have to any i don't expect any trouble hmm. you know well no i'm suspicious my yeah my suspicion is is that they're dead but yeah huh. i mean I, I think it's more like a recognizance thing yeah okay yeah, and reconnaissance. 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 I said reconnaissance. You did. I did it. I finally did it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna release him on his own reconnaissance. It has been so long, and I finally did it. I deserve it. I made fun of everyone for doing that. I deserve it. Oh, yaker. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep heading up to uh, where the guy told us it was. Yeah, he, some... told, he told him specific. He told uh, Phil specifically where it was, and I assume Phil told me. Well, he he was vague. He said northeast of the town. Oh, but I thought he gave like a landmark. Mm. Oh, I he mean, didn't. Yeah, oh, okay. born and raised, born and raised here. He knows everything. Well, yeah, we'll area. just we'll just look for signs of smoke yeah, or so... something to indicate activity. Yeah, mm -hmm. but and also, I mean, if he says northeast of town, like I. Yaker would know what's northeast of town. He, he's been exploring this area his whole life. So. so one question. Would they have spent enough time at Jane's, at Lolita's quick draw for uh, Philip to get back to town? No, no. Philip is going to. Okay. He's got a lame horse. And remember, okay. he loaded that horse up. Right. Yeah. That was a that was why it broke its leg, is it was overburdened to begin with, with food. Right. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. For his three-hour trip, four-hour trip, <laughs> his three-hour <laughs> trip, his three-hour trip. Uh, food supplies started getting low, and <laughs> Philip's stomach started to grumble. There were no family members around, and that made his horse stumble. <laughs> nice. And there's the beginning of this week's show. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I have a lot yeah, to choose from, but I think that's the winner. I'll follow. I'll follow Yocker because I'm new to these parts. Oh, Yocker is there uh, now? If they built some sort of large encampment up there for the family, wouldn't there have been like lumber leaving town or or such? To do you know of uh, any see? Have you seen any movement uh, up to this direction? Uh, the yeah, keeper's I mean, saying so no. Keeper's wagging his head no. So I've been seeing, I mean, so we'd see a lot of construction and materials and all that heading out to the mines, right? So that's what I'm used to. So I think you're right, but we would, I would have noticed if there was yeah. stuff heading north instead. Well, that makes me even more suspicious. Like I say, my, I got this awful feeling that uh, yeah, something has like happened to these families. 
because uh, Quentin found that box full of jewelry, all mismatched and whatnot. And I seen that uh, pile of clothes that was being burned. That just, I don't know, I started piecing stuff together. I just don't like the smell of it. Yeah. But, uh, all right, let's, so let's go, start, let's go start check it out. North and... Oh, and I can I can use my goddamn stone if it comes across an area where great sadness and slaughter has occurred. I'll keep okay. that I'll keep that right out. I was out. gonna say sadness or violence. Violence. Violence, you're right. It is violence. Yeah, I mean it feels it feels like it's going off for violence. Okay, so y'all are headed northeast and make an uh either of you make an idea roll. Uh I think you probably are smarter than me, right? Yeah in both this reality and <laughs> the real reality. I got a seven out of yeah, 90. I, I, I mean, you're already piecing together the fact that, right, there's no construction materials going out. And what there's also a tremendous lack of is any kind of worn path, right? There's, uh, the, there's no... There's no hoof trail. There's no footprints. There's no wagon trails. I, you're you're headed out northeast, and and there's just nothing in this direction. It's a pretty barren part of the yeah. landscape. You can see forever, and and there's just nothing to see. And also, Yocker, without even without an idea, roll, uh, they'd have to be getting supplies to these families in order to feed them. There should be, you know, we should be seeing tracks heading from somewhere. I agree. It sounds like we should. Well, let's just. Not to mention, what would keep them from coming into town and visiting? Well, and my. Yeah. Everyone who comes through town eventually comes through my store because everybody dies, or at yes. least our family member dies. Yeah. So I ain't never had nobody come from north well, like that. What I would like to do just to do our due diligence is. Uh, uh, do a bit of an arc around this area, uh, especially towards where the, if you were to come from the mines to this area, where you'd have to go just to see if there are any tracks, you know, sure. going back and forth from this area to the mine. So we'll just do a wide sweep around the general area, trying to intersect where uh, okay. a pathway so would be. So basically, y'all went up north, and now you're just kind of uh, north to the east, and now you're just turning south and going around the town and looking for yeah, tracks. Yeah, and I think in yeah. particular, I'm looking for, because one of the things that I'll say to Bo, what I'll say to you is, you know, and one of the things I'm wondering is, even if they don't have a place for the families to live, they have to have been doing something with the families. Are they hiding them? Are they sending them to another town? Are they killing them? So it seems like there'd be some evidence somewhere of what they're doing with them. Well, my fear is all that jewelry that we found that maybe they're. But then they're where? Where are they putting the bodies? Where are they burying? Well, wait, Yaki, you said yourself. Where are they putting the bodies from the miners? There's got to be miners. Uh, I oh, well, actually, when I had a conversation with him, I asked him, uh, you know, how dangerous it was down there and whatnot. He said, oh, oh, yeah, it's not dangerous at all. And I, I know that's not true. Having been in a mine myself, the yeah. simple act of entering a mine is an act of, you know, taking your life into your own hands. So I think when we're done with this, if we don't find nothing over here, we should go exploring the area around the mine because maybe 
they're killing them someplace that's not too far from the mine that they can just do it quickly. But then they're bringing all the jewelry and stuff back. That's a great idea. Although that's something I would like to have all of us uh, involved in. Yeah. Because if we're going around the mines, those fellas, you know, they have some armed fellas over there and they're very, uh, what am I trying to say? They're very uh, sensitive about who all is in the area. But for now, yeah, we'll just do that arc, see if we see any signs of tracks heading in that direction. Cool. Uh, and as you as you make your loop, I mean, there's nothing, just the occasional, you know, animal tracks and uh, let's see, maybe some trails from people going out foraging herbs. But you make your way all the way down, back around south of town towards the mine and then you head back up and that'll bring us to a close tonight as y'all have made further discoveries this is really fun to watch y'all kind of unravel the pieces of this it's nice all right well that will do it for us tonight uh, we're back next week right we're back yes to we normal are schedules next week okay yeah. sounds good uh, well then we will wrap it up with this thank you for joining us again tonight under the library we'll be back again next week in the meantime you can find us on twitter at under the lib or on our website underthelibrary.com if you happen to want to see our mugs you can find us on youtube just search under the library or if you're watching us on youtube and you just want to listen to us you can find us wherever you get your podcasts thanks again for joining us for me for Michael, Emily, Chris, Wayne, and Scott. We'll see you next time.